All right, let's talk about July 2013, my trip to Pikes Peak International Hill Climb. Where to start? So 2012, I went to the Goodwood Festival of Speed, and that was fun. And 2013, I uh, wanted to stay closer to home, if that makes any sense at all. Um, I just bought a house. My budget was a little tighter than the previous year. And so I said, well, I'm going to go to Pikes Peak. I've always wanted to go to the hill climb. And um, I didn't get to go while the road was still dirt, but, you know, I still wanted to go. So I made the arrangements and flew out there. Uh, I flew into Denver and drove a rental car down to Colorado Springs. And I spent, because I had lived, um, I'd lived at... uh, altitude before and I'd been in the mountains before I knew that I needed a little bit of uh, acclimatization Um, I knew I needed to get used to the to the altitude so I spent uh, I flew a day early and spent a full day in Colorado Springs just vegging out and letting letting my body adjust to the uh, the lower level of oxygen available um, for what good that did me but I literally spent one full day just sort of lounging around my hotel. You know, I went to Walmart or whatever, but I didn't try to do anything strenuous. I literally just chilled out and tried to adjust. The second day I was there, I went to the Fan Fest in downtown Colorado Springs. And basically, it's a street festival where the teams that are going to participate in the hill climb pull out their cars and motorcycles and just sort of set up a a, a, a pit in downtown Colorado Springs. So I I did that, and that was actually a lot of fun. Uh, I got to eat some good old-fashioned street food and take a lot of pictures. And, you know, really, that's that's the point where the cars are sitting still, and you can kind of get up close. And uh, so I I did a lot of that. And uh, the morning of the hill climb was tough, to put it mildly. So my hotel was about uh, 30 miles from the mountain, and I was going to, my plan was to, to hang out in the, the halfway campgrounds. That's about 10,000 feet elevation, which is about as high as I wanted to go as someone who lives at sea level and isn't really accustomed to high altitude. So I got up literally at oh dark 30. I mean, I got up at like 4.30 in the morning to leave the hotel, drive up to the mountain, and then sit in line because there's really only one way in. And all the race teams are going in and all the spectators are going in. So you just sit in line and wait. And I must have been lined up there about, uh, oh, two hours of stop and go sort of creeping traffic before we actually got to the gates. And by that time, the sun had come up. But we got to the actual ticket gate, showed my ticket and started climbing the actual mountain. Now, I was in a, a rental car. I was in a Nissan Versa with that stupid CVT and... I'm not going to lie. I was scared going up the mountain and I was even more scared coming down, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, so I start my climb up the mountain and the way it works is you just, you go to wherever you're going to park and then you're stuck there for the day until, until the last car has climbed the hill and then all the racers come back down the hill and then they start clearing the hill from the top down. So being that I was at basically the halfway mark, um, I had a really long day on the mountain. And it was interesting because we're talking about July. So we're talking about the dead of summer. But at that altitude, I had to wear a jacket almost all day. 
Uh, the sun came out once or twice, but we had clouds, we had rain, we had sleet. Yes, actual sleet. And the weather could change from moment to moment. And I, I knew that because I had done my my research. And also I had a, a college buddy who had lived in Denver for a while and had been to the hill climb with his coworkers. So he he kind of gave me some tips and pointers and I knew what to do. So in my car, I had snacks and water and, you know, a hat and a jacket and just everything I needed, folding chair, all that stuff. But mostly what I had was my camera and lots of batteries and several lenses. And I took pictures and pictures and pictures. And it gets it gets a little bit monotonous because basically I'm only seeing one corner and the cars come around that corner and I shoot five or six of them. And then I wait for the next car to come. On the other hand, um, it was just interesting being out there with the people and where we were sitting. We were sitting in an authorized spot, but we all sort of realized that if a car lost it coming around that corner, we were going to get obliterated. That's just what it was. We were, you know, we were not in a in a, a roped off area, but uh, say you kind of take safety into your own hands up there. Although with the road being paved, it is a lot better because they don't leave the road very much. Uh, the motorcycle and ATV classes are interesting, but the sort of the the time attack cars and the single seat cars uh, to me are more interesting. And then the big trucks. The trucks are especially in the old days when the mountain was still dirt. Watching those those trucks go up the mountain was just impressive. But this was 2013, so I did get to see Sebastian Loeb go up the mountain in that. Uh, you know, the Peugeot T08-T16, and I shot stills of that. I don't think I got video. I got video of some stuff, but what was interesting to me was the electric cars because the electric cars were coming up the mountain, and they had a warning beacon because they don't make a lot of noise. Now, they're not completely silent. They have tire noise and cars that have ground effects. You can hear the carbon scraping uh, the road as they hit bumps and stuff. But they're they're fairly quiet. So they have this warning beacon and you hear it coming and it's like So you know they're coming. And we had one electric car come through our area and wipe out. And I think what might have happened is the suspension bottomed out when he hit a bump in the road and maybe something broke because he went off the road and there was smoke and uh fire and the tow truck had to come. Uh we had a motorcycle and I didn't see it. But we saw the air ambulance come get him. So there was a motorcycle guy that crashed uh, a bit up past where I was standing. And they had to fly in the helicopter to land in the road to come get him. But for the most part, those were the only two incidents I saw during the day. Mixed bag. Uh, like a lot of situations, Pikes Peak works better on TV because you can follow the car up the hill on TV. When you're standing on the hill, you basically only see... The area that you can see. So I was at the halfway campground. So I basically saw uh, one long sweeping left hand turn and then a right and they go over over a ridge and then they're basically out of sight because of the trees. And that's that's the one thing about sitting below the tree line. There are trees on the way. If you're up higher on the mountain where there's no trees, there's also no air. And then you're sitting on the side of a cliff watching cars go by. So I, I definitely didn't want to do that. Um, overall, it was a good experience. I enjoyed it. I certainly enjoyed Colorado Springs. What else can I say about it? 
going down the mountain was was interesting. Uh, so you're on the mountain all day. I mean, it was before dark when I left my hotel. It was sunrise as I was just getting into the park. It was early a.m. Uh, when I was climbing up to my viewing area, and it was close to sunset. Now, this is July, and it was literally close to sunset by the time I got down off the mountain. And the trip down is... As you can imagine, you're streaming out of these parking areas that are jammed full of cars. Like where I was parked, there was no way I could get my car out uh, because I was one of the last cars in. I was parked way in the back. And it's just, it's literally just a campground. So it's dirt roads and, you know, uh, uh, parks, the ranger station, you know, bathroom situation where there's literally a toilet and there's just a hole in the ground underneath it. Um <laughs> But I was I was wedged in there pretty tight, and you just have to wait for it to clear. So I sat in my car probably a full hour before I could even crank the engine and put it in gear and start to back out of my parking space. And you're creeping, you're creeping, and you get to the road. So if you finally get to the road, and you start down. And if I'm recalling correctly, they had it set up for one-way traffic, so both lanes were being used, but... You know, on one side's a sheer cliff and on the other side's a rock wall in most places or, you know, a guardrail and then a sheer cliff. And it's quite a it's quite a downgrade. So, you know, I'm in this little bitty rental car with crappy brakes and the CVT, which doesn't allow for a lot of engine braking. And I'm having to monitor my speed. I'm having to monitor my my make sure I don't overheat my brakes. And there are cars around, you know, there are camper trucks and uh, minivans and stuff and some of these folks, you can tell they're they're, uh, you know, they're having to pull over to let their brakes cool down, and it was just it was crazy. And I never, I probably never exceeded forty or fifty miles an hour on the way down the hill, but still, that's that's fast enough when you're going down that kind of grade and you're looking at that kind of abysmal drop over the edge of the mountain. And uh, my nerves were, I'm I'm not a big fan of heights, and my nerves were a little on edge coming back down the hill. But I got down in one piece. I got back to Colorado Springs and had a nice dinner and uh, got up the next morning and drove back to Denver and uh, got my return flight. That's the short version of my trip to Pikes Peak and, you know, enjoy the photos, enjoy the video. And I hope that I was able to enlighten you a little bit about what that experience is like. And again, it's, it's one of those things where it's one of the great American motorsports events and even though the road is paved now and it changes the complexity of the race, it's still a really cool thing to see. So if you're a motorsport person and you have the means, by all, you know, by all means, I recommend that as a trip that you take as part of your motorsports pilgrimage is to go out to Pikes Peak to the hill climb. Thanks.